I think he called it on Brown, 76. That's a great way to cheat, though, Al. Those little chest plates, mm -hmm. if you could grab one of those, I don't care who you're blocking. They're not going anywhere. Lockett missed one. Play comes back in. He's in motion, setting to the left here on a first and 15. Minute and a half to halftime. Wilson under pressure, and down he goes at the 33-yard line. Calhoun with the sack. Russell Wilson has been sacked a ton of times, over 350 in his career, and he goes down here. Yeah, Shalee Calhoun standing up in the middle and just going to make a nice move inside. You know, it's really interesting, Al, when you go back and study this team, a lot of these players are about the same size. They have four big guys, and everybody else is in that 250 to 260 range. And they can all rush. So now you get second and 26. They had a third and 19. They got out of that jail with a defensive holding call. Keep it on the ground here. A good move by Travis Homer as he takes it to the 45. New England takes the timeout. Yeah, it's going to be third down and the Patriots. They always like to get that last possession of the half in the first one of the second half. Belichick's done that a ton of times. Meanwhile, back in 30 seconds after this from AWS. Seattle took the timeout, which is sort of odd in this situation because New England, with a third and 16 for Seattle, you could see New England taking the timeout, conserve some time, stop them, at least take the punt and do something with it if you can, at least to get in the field goal range, but it's Pete Carroll who calls the timeout here. Yeah, he probably figures worst case scenario is a punt, and they've got this new back offense backed up, probably wouldn't go for it, so maybe that's the strategy. Third and 16. That's out of bounds and incomplete. So you've got 28 seconds. It's fourth down. Gilmore covering on the play. And the Patriots are going to get the ball back. And who knows? Yeah, and the Patriots are pretty good on special teams, too. They have a way of scoring in unusual situations they're not even going to put anybody back here they're going to play defense and they're going to rush you get this punt off fine we'll let the half run out michael dixon the punt and he gets it away and there's nobody home back there and it will bound and stop at the two yard line so 19 seconds it's going to be the way that the half comes to an end unless there's something completely crazy but it's really crazy as we look at the quarterback comparisons, it's not that crazy, but you take a look at that and what they've done so far in the game. Wilson sacked a couple of times. 
the rushing tonight that these two guys have. But Chris looks crazy. All the times we've been here, it's one of the, this and Arrowhead are the loudest stadiums in the league. <laughs> I mean, this is weird. this is a sound garden. It is appropriate for Seattle. The old group. Well, there you go. There's the the twelve. The twelves pumped in crowd noise. We are in we're in bizarro world right now. That's good first half. So we go to the locker rooms. And we are tied in. Coach, timeout. Seattle. Well, Seattle's going to take a timeout and hope that they can get a fumble or something right now. I mean, you remember Belichick telling us about how when you play Pete Carroll, there are no plays off. They fight for every blade of grass. They're going to make you snap the ball. Even after the Malcolm Butler interception, that whole scenario oh. down on the goal line, a little like this, yep. there's a fist fight. Well, you, had, you, had, you had a penalty, you had an ejection, you had a lot of stuff going on that day. Don't we remember? Now they go to the locker rooms. Patriots will get the ball to start the second half. One thing Pete does, he always has some fun. 14 all. Coming up next to the halftime with Mike Tarico to tell you what's happening. Mike. All right, Alan, Chris, thank you. Intriguing first half there. We've got the Toyota halftime coming up. Tony Dungy's right here. We'll take you down to Tampa and see how Tom Brady bounced back to get a win in his home debut. And all the injuries with San Francisco. Mike Florio has some details. All of that coming up. And the best of today. Toyota halftime, a couple minutes away. Don't go away. Want to stay up to date? Hey Siri, show me football scores. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, guys, here we go again. These guys are really playing hard. Yeah, Pete Carroll's up there in Seattle after he left USC years ago. It's been a long, long time. <laughs> I bet it's been over over 15 years, maybe 20 years ago. It was a long time. Well, we were saying how these kids were at this party. And they were all um, caught up in some sort of a shots fired scenario. The police were saying when they arrived, there were 100, maybe 200 people fleeing on foot and in vehicles. Continuing, those killed did not live at the home and they were not the intended targets. Umbrino said... He was at the police or supervisor. No suspects were in custody and no motive was immediately known. Quote, a number of our young people, babies, that came to just hang out a little while, left running for their lives. And that's just something that we cannot have happen. Mayor Lovely Warren said during a visit 
to the neighborhood Saturday. Oh yeah, that's Rochester, New York, Mayor Lovely Warren. She fired the chief of police and made him leave the premises instead of waiting till the end of the month. The party's host, the party's host told her she, quote, invited a couple friends over who invited a couple friends over who invited a couple friends over, (laughs) quote, and it just got out of control. She's just traumatized, Warren said. Wait, these guys are back already? It really is. Cam has been good. Russell Wilson has been exceptional. But with those injuries in the Seattle secondary, we'll see if Cam comes out and throws a little bit more. I would look for him to, to go at those injured Seahawks defenders. All right, let's uh, get everyone caught up on what happened today. Josh Allen Buffalo threw for over 400 yards. Almost half the league that's finished their games have scored 30 points. It's been a high-scoring week. Tom Brady finally gets a home win. Tony played well in the Bucks. Yes, he wasn't on the same page with Mike Evans last week. This week he was. One pick for Brady today, three in two games. The Super Bowl champion Chiefs needed not one, but two Harrison Butker 58-yard field goals, including the game winner in overtime. They overcame some penalties in the last drive in regulation and in the overtime with Patrick Mahomes. Six straight times Mahomes has been down double digits. His team has come back and won. Philly is 0-2. Jared Goff and Tyler Higby hooked up three times for touchdowns today. A lot of creative ways to get the ball to Higby today, and they ran it 39 times as well. The Rams are 2 Eagles have opened this. I said 0-2. Also in the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys, you saw them against the Rams on Sunday Night Football. They were down 20 to nothing at home to Atlanta, and there was a crowd in Dallas, about 21,000. Dak Prescott cut the deficit to two late in the fourth quarter. Then this was strange, Tony. You've been around the league a long time. You ever seen an onside kick like this? I have not, and you have to give John Fossil and those special teams credit, and it really caught Atlanta by surprise. They didn't know how to play this. I agree with you. Dallas got the recovery. Jerry Jones was fired up. Everson Griffin, <laughs> reaction of the year so far. Now they got a chance, so they work it down the field. And Greg Zerline, who got that whirly bird onside kick going, knocks it through the Cowboys rally. The Falcons score 39 points, don't turn it over, and lose. Rarely. You never see that in the NFL. Let's bring in Mike Florio. Mike, so many big-name players hurt this week. Give us some updates. Yeah, look at all those 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback of the team, left at halftime, didn't return. The big one, though, defensive end Nick Bosa, feared to have a torn ACL. If that's confirmed, he'll be out for the year. Among the other injuries, Saquon Barkley, Giants running back, feared to have a torn ACL as well. And it's Giants 49ers next week back at MetLife Stadium, and the 49ers have raised concerns about the quality of the turf there. Now, I'm told the Steelers and the Giants had no issues with that turf after they played on Monday night. A scary situation in L.A. for the Chargers. Quarterback Tyrod Taylor had to go to the hospital with chest pains before the game. He obviously didn't play. Rookie quarterback Justin Herbert ended up taking his place. Tyrod Taylor was on the injury report Friday with a rib problem, but he fully participated in practice. The team's expected to have an update later tonight, but Coach Anthony Lynn said repeatedly after the game 
if and when Tyrod Taylor is healthy, he will play it, guys. Uh, Herbert threw for over 300 yards. You thought he played well. He really did, and I, I thought kept his poise, made good decisions, and he's going to be a very, very good quarterback for the Chargers. Let's talk about San Francisco for a second. Richard Sherman was out, Debo Samuel was out, George Kittle was out already, and then all the injuries from today. This is really a significant blow to this team. It is, and the ones that I would be concerned about, the defensive linemen, that was their strength last year. They had a lot of guys. They rolled them in. They stayed fresh. They put pressure on the passer. D Ford already out. Right. Bosa, Solomon Thomas out. So that defensive line rotation, you're losing a lot. In a division where we're watching Seattle, they're good. We saw the Rams. They're off to a good start. And Arizona's got our eye, don't they? They really do. Kyler Murray has taken that second-year jump that we, we see a lot of rookie quarterbacks. And DeAndre Hopkins, he just brings that special sauce to yeah. them. Eight more catches. And that division's the toughest in the NFL right now. So Seattle, important second half coming up. Up next, we'll recognize a U.S. Open champion. But first, Toyota reminds us, today's the day to take style and turn it all the way up. Bryson DeChambeau, U.S. Open back on NBC. Bryson DeChambeau was eight shots better than the field average. That is Johnny Miller in Oakmont 1973-type territory. DeChambeau, the power hitter, wins the 2020 U.S. Open Championship down the road at Wingfoot. We've got you covered in the sports world. It's Florio and Sims Pro Football Talk, Dan Patrick Show, Rich Eisen, brother from another. Hope you check out that new show and PFTP at PM. It is every day streaming for you on our new streaming service, Peacock. Check it out. Sign up. DK Metcalf. Touchdown last week. Touchdown this week. New England gets the ball. We're all leaving now. Chris Michelle of the second half for you from Seattle. Right after this. This has been the Toyota Halftime. Let's go places. All summer long, they've shown America what they've got. It here to manufacture wings out of tears and broken dreams. You moved me to do this. Your life has changed. Now, it's the two-night AGT finale event. This is the biggest thing ever happened to me. And their final shot to make their dream come true. You are not only changing your life, you are changing the world. America's Got Talent two-night finale, Tuesday and Wednesday on NBC. For just $3.49, the new Carl's Jr. A1 Double Cheeseburger will tempt you with A1 sauce. Try the new A1 Double Cheeseburger for just $3.49 at Carl's Jr. Feed your happy It's strange, but I don't
surround yourself with tech. Save 2000 on the 2020 Nissan Kicks. Or get 0% financing for 72 months on nine models. Spectrum Mobile is the fastest growing provider out there. They're growing faster than AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. Must be using Magic Romex. What? Makes things grow faster. No, they're the fastest growing because thousands of people are switching because they have the fastest overall speeds and it's the most reliable. Could be, but it's probably Magic Romex. It's not. You can save up to 40% on your monthly bill. Magic Romex isn't even a thing. It is. I have it. And you might want to stand back. Join Spectrum Mobile today. Find out why they're the fastest growing provider out there. I can taste the pineapples already. No, no. You know what this Carl's Jr. double cheeseburger deserves? Bottle service. Try the new A1 double cheeseburger for just $3.49. Part of Charbroiled Double Deals at Carl's Jr. Feed your happy. The Challenge with Fred Rogan. Following Sunday Night Football on NBC. is copyrighted by NFL Productions for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast or any pictures, descriptions, or accounts of the game without the consent of NFL Productions is prohibited. Week 2 concludes with Monday Night Football on ESPN. Then, Week 3 kicks off with Thursday Night Football on NFL Network. Stream games on mobile with the Yahoo Sports and NFL apps. Tonight's first half highlights are brought to you by the all-new Chevy Trailblazer. For a century link field as the Seahawks beat the New England Patriots on Sunday night football. Tip, and that's going to be intercepted, and the Patriots will take the early lead. Wilson deep downfield, caught by Metcalf. A thing of beauty right here. Introducing the all new Chevy Trailblazer. Century Link Field, Seattle, Al Michaels, Chris Collinsworth, Michelle DeFoya. Numbers for Newton, 515 yards after last week. He had 75. Wilson's been almost perfect. That interception was a tipped ball. 152 through the air, 28 more with his legs. Seahawks receiving. Metcalf with three receptions and the long touchdown. Lockett has a touchdown himself on four grabs. And New England. Eight return TDs in the last two seasons, most in the NFL, including that one tonight, the pick six. We've got J.J. Taylor back to return to his kick. I really, I, I hope he brings it out. Five foot six, lightning quick, put on a little bit of a show when he got a chance to run a week ago. Good looking young player. Second kick return tonight, if he's able to do so. And here we go, game tied as we start the third quarter with no opportunity here through the end zone. It goes. Let's go to Michelle. 
Well, Bill Belichick told us coming into this game that Russell Wilson was their number one problem, and he told me at halftime he is tough. He's going to make his plays. Hopefully, we'll make ours as well. And Belichick's son, Steve, was energizing the team as they ran off the field, saying, bigger second half, bigger second half. Meanwhile, the Seahawks have a depleted secondary. Quandre Diggs ejected for unnecessary roughness. His backup, Marquise Blair, came in, promptly injured his knee. But Pete Carroll told me his defensive backs have been rotating, and he's comfortable with who he has, Al. Doing a good job so far, Michelle. Checked down and tipped by L.J. Collier, who joined us late. James White inactive tonight. His father died in a car accident. Mother seriously injured in Florida. We fly back with the team. Just, you know, it's a terrible loss. Second and ten here. So with Blair and Diggs out, Amadi and Leno Hill are the safeties. Second attempt, here comes the blitz from the side. That's picked up and the pass is incomplete. The deal, Harry was the intended receiver. Third and ten. It's one of the few times I haven't seen Cam Newton get his feet sort of in the proper position to make a throw. They've really been working hard with him with trying to keep those shoulders level. When he makes mistakes, he tends to raise that front shoulder and then try to throw over the top. They're trying to shorten their stride and not do much of that. So Adams has been relatively quiet tonight. That time, hesitated, blitz, almost got him. Cam gets away, first down. Well, first of all, it's a tremendous play there by Cam to get out of it. Jamal Adams is just going to come right here on the blitz, and he's got him dead to rights. and just can't get him on the ground. But I tell you, that was a big hit that Edelman took right there, and he grabbed his neck after that play. Oh. He's had a few of his career. Never get used to From the 41-yard line. Michelle to the outside. It's a four. Out to the 45. Hill makes the tackle after a gain of four. Second and six. Yeah, you know, there were a lot of questions about whether or not they would continue with Josh McDaniels to call all the runs for Cam Newton. Could he sustain it during the course of the season? Is it too much? It's reason... You don't see those college offenses in the NFL because they're trying to keep their quarterbacks alive out there. So I think it's been a little intentional to not run Cam Newton as much as they did a week ago. Only three carries tonight. Rolling here and throwing, and that's dropped. Edelman, third and six. So last week, that new Patriot offense, post-Brady, first time without Tom and forever, they ran two-thirds of the time, second highest ever under Belichick in that long career. Back in 08, when Matt Castle was the quarterback, Brady had been hurt that year. Highest run percentage in the game started by Brady was 66%, all the way back in Tom's, in effect, first year as a starter. Third and six now. 
from the 45. Cam Newton. This one is really tough. Not much room at all. Low and away from the receiver. Shoulder square. Quick step forward. And that was perfect. And it had to be. Boy, he has been through a lot. And he, you know, it was interesting how talking to him, he was saying, I'm not sure I can still play. After a couple of years of injuries, he was questioning himself, but he trained like a nut during the offseason. And it's all paid off. Well, he was on the street for a while. And he goes deep downfield here, and that throw is pulled oh. in by Julian Edelman. Oh. Edelman all the way down to the 21-yard line. So Edelman, key figure on this drive for three so far, 50 yards. Yeah, and you're going to see that Kiel Griffin reacts up to the underneath player, and then it was up to the safety to try and get back underneath. Him. Down here, Burkhead. Takes it inside the 20-yard line. You know how they really miss James White. You don't think of it in these terms, but Julian Edelman, you know, 100 catches. Um, James White, 70 or more in the past two years, and he is the guy they go to in these situations. Inside the 10. It's tripped up. So White, who shared time and does a lot in the past, but this last week, they had Michelle in there about a third of the time. They had White in there about a third of the time, and Burkhead. Tonight they got to change it up. Pick up the pace here. First down and goal from the seven-yard line. Burkhead again. Nothing doing. Second down and goal. If you think about James White, for the last five years, he's had more receptions than rushes. So he really is that receiving option. Next closest really is Rex Burkhead. Now, I'm not saying J.J. Taylor won't be at some point, but Sonny Michelle is much more the pure runner in this backfield. They've done a good job, has Seattle on the shoulder man. He's carried seven times for only 19 yards. Less than three yards per tote. Newton fires over the middle, and that's incomplete. Trying to hit Edelman inside the five to make it third down and goal from the seven. Yeah, we're starting to see more and more plays out of Jamal Adams. They're bringing him on blitzes. They're seeing him in coverage. This is a game changer for the Seattle Seahawks. I thought that their entire mindset with him on the field changed a week ago. Now, here he is coming back in coverage. But he is a guy that could just continually make plays at or behind the line of scrimmage and down the field in coverage as well. And from the Jets, it cost him two first-round draft choices. And safety Bradley McDougal, third and goal. said it's starting to see more and more of him and there he is in the backfield but here's what they're doing with him now they are hiding where he's going to be so he's going to come all the way around what they've done in the past with him is put him right there on the end of the line of scrimmage so then newton would know let's check our protection over there remember he was with the jets so they played him twice a year the new england patriots and bill belichick knows how to play jamal adams but he fooled him that time 25-yard chip shot for Folk to give New England the lead, which he does. Early in the third. Good one. Seattle tonight on Sunday night, 17-14. New England. 
Oh, we were in the middle of this shooting in Rochester, New York at the party. And the mayor, lovely Warren, said, and it just got out of control. She's just traumatized. Warren appealed for calm and healing in a city recently roiled by protests in a different high-profile case, the death of Daniel Prude after an encounter with police earlier this year. The party took place despite several restrictions on gatherings because of the coronavirus pandemic. The city has told residents to limit social gatherings to household members and not to gather in groups. Additionally, since July, the city has banned gatherings of more than five people from 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. to curb what the city said was a rise in violence. Police were not aware of the party beforehand and had not received any calls for disturbance. Acting Police Chief Mark Simmons said, the shooting comes as the city and police department deal with the case of Prude who died in March after Rochester police pinned him to the ground. The release of body camera footage this month led to protests and accusations that local leaders hid details about Prude's death from the public. This week, Simmons succeeded the previous chief who was fired over the fallout. A New York City law firm is leading an independent investigation into the city's handling of the case. Also, New York's Attorney General has said she would impanel a grand jury to investigate Prude's death. CNN's Jason Hanna, Christina Majuris, Alex Snyder, and Alta Spells contributed to this report. And the guys are back on the field. That number one draft pick, and a lot of people question that. Man, how it changed history. Can you imagine if all this time that Belichick had been coaching the Jets? Pete Carroll coached in New England. Of course, Carroll was the guy who got fired, and that paved the way for Belichick. He was there three years, got him at the playoffs twice, but fired after the 99 season. He said it was a missed opportunity for him. He had, to, he had to rethink things. Then he went back to USC and won a national championship with the Trojans, and then comes here, and of course, it's been a fantastic decade for Seattle, including a Super Bowl championship for him. 
it's hard to compare Pete Carroll to anybody. The amount of energy that guy brings to his job and his football team is almost unmatched. Second and one. Wilson scrambling, avoids the sack. Going to pick up the first down as he slides to a stop at the 39-yard line. Well, let's put it this way. Just to put a, a, a button on this one, the Patriots by far have had the best record in the league since Belichick took over. Number one, they won 74% of the games. The Jets have won 46% of their games. The Jets have had six coaches. The only one with a winning record was Al Groh, who was there for one year in 2000. Ouch. <laughs> Here's the run by Carson. See, you heard about that famous press conference with Belichick, and then there was Pete Carroll, who had to leave New England. I'm proud that we made it to the, the playoffs two or three years. I'll forever be disappointed that we uh, we didn't win more. Hopefully this, this press conference will go a little better than the last one I had. <laughs> Yeah, I'm uh, tremendously excited to be here, to be a part of the New England Patriots organization. Well, it worked out pretty well for both guys down the line. Here's Carson into New England territory to the 49. Bob Kraft said firing Carroll was the hardest thing he ever had to do. Whoa. Meanwhile, yeah, look at the, on the sideline here. You got a little scrum. More than a little. Blue shirts have not number to live. Look at Carroll. He's right in the middle of this thing trying to separate everybody. So you've got uh, Gilmore. I was going to say. He was the deepest in there. You know, Gilmore and DK Metcalf have been going at it all game. I wonder if this one carried right into the bench. This is uh, what started it, you would think. Well, yeah. let's go to Michelle right in front of you, Michelle. Yeah, basically, I mean, you saw them going at it on that on that particular play, and then it just continued all the way onto the sideline. And before you knew it, Gilmore was deep into the bench, and everyone was around him. So uh, it's a little heated between those two, Al. What it cost you for a ringside seat for that, Michelle? Uh, I get in for free. Okay. It's <laughs> another pick six. At the 45-yard line, first down. Inside give, high. Gain of seven. All right, let's take a look at our next-gen stats powered by AWS and watch this. This is what's been going on all game between these two guys. It has been a battle during pass routes before, particularly when they've been going at it just run blocking. Gilmore gets his Ooh. shots back, and of course Metcalf with the big play of the night. But that stuff has just been getting chippier and chippier and chippier. A little lack of respect for the defending player of the year on the defensive side. And it just it just fits this game, Al. This game is all about this. Here they are again. They took Gilmore out for one play. Back in. Wilson goes the other way. Deep downfield, and it will be David Moore, he's Jason McCourty, the official right there, 38 yards for the score. 
Yeah, double moves going on the outside, and does he get his feet? There you go. Kick the pylon with the other one foot down. Terry, tell us all about it. It's a touchdown. The pylon does not put him out of bounds. He gets both feet inbounds. This is a catch. Controls it to the ground. Touchdown. That is phenomenal. Great play. That is a phenomenal amount of footwork to peel those feet back in bounds. And what a throw again on a deep ball by oh. Russell Wilson. To his number three wide out. David Moore makes plays on Sunday night. He just does. Yes. And the only reason really he's in there is Dorsett, Philip Dorsett, has been hurt. Official review, all scoring plays reviewed, obviously. David Moore, a seventh-round pick three years ago. Wow. Oh, these guys, Metcalf and... Uh, who are the other guy? Oh, they are just choking each other for real. I mean, they are really, really on each other. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Well, that's the pro leagues. Oh, that's the way they play it. Mm-mm-mm. Well, see, can we find some good news here? Everything looks... Hmm. Everybody's trying to rub each other out. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Well, this was a funny story. It's kind of long. I don't know if it will, if we'll finish it before their break is done. But Trump called. Oh, CNN is reporting this. Trump called him, quote, my African-American. His life hasn't been the same since. Written by John Blake. CNN, September 12th, earlier this week. And it's about a seven-minute read. And this guy, if Gregory Cheeto had not cracked a joke, his life would be a lot less complicated today. His troubles began when he attended a rally by then-presidential candidate Donald Trump in Redding, California, June 2016. The guys are back already, so... Make it a four-point game. Myers' kick is good. And let us stay, because this is some... Fabulous catch. I mean, David Moore, think about this. 
He's going to get one foot down. His other foot in the air is going to kick the pylon. At this moment, he knows he's about to step out of bounds. But yeah. that contact, I think, told him that he had to pull that foot back in, and he did just enough to pull off the catch. I mean, that is one of the things that only a pro athlete can do. Yeah. And for Russell Wilson, paid the price, but well worth it. That was a... That was a fantastic play. That was something special. Seahawks fans, <laughs> loving it. That's a fan zone. What's not to love? Wilson, 199 passing yards tonight, three touchdowns. So he has seven touchdowns this season in roughly a game and a half. Can you believe how many of these games have been like this, though? I mean, just back and forth all night, two of the best teams in football over a decade, and they just have great backs. Classic Super Bowl, classic Sunday night game in New England. A couple of years after that, here comes Taylor to run it back. But not very far, and gets whacked at the 17-yard line. Cody Barton, how do you do? These teams go at it. And I tell you, the Seattle Seahawks are as good at creating their own energy on the sideline. Look at that shot. As any team. And when that hit took place, almost the entire bench went running out there to jump on him. I mean, this is a team built around energy, whether they're at practice or anywhere else. I think it was stunning for Greg Olson when he saw how they practiced. They're crazier when they make a play in practice than most teams are during the game. And they feed off their coach. Stop for a loss in the backfield. J.J. Taylor, rookie out of Arizona, a free agent. Loss of one second and 11. We talk about those big guys inside, but all of them have to be able to stop those runs on first down. They're going to come right out here, Puna Ford, and make this play. This is their role. When you try and establish a running game against Seattle or New England, they have these big run stuffers inside, and that was beautiful back forth. When Newton gets to the table, he's got to reach down. 11-inch difference between these guys. Edelman gets free. Up at the 32-yard line. Man, I, you know, I think of Edelman's career, and how often does he find that open space right over the middle? He lives there. Well, and especially now with Cam Newton, because of all the run threats that they have, especially with him, play action is really driving some of those linebackers crazy. We saw it last week against Miami. A lot of holes in the middle of the field. Swinging out here. Harry makes the catch, slips the tackle, gets brought down now up at the 36-yard line by Bobby Wagner. Didn't you think it was kind of fun to read all the comments this past week? Nikhil Harry, who fumbled the ball out of the end zone last week, and yet it was Cam Newton who came to his defense. And sort of the team building that's been happening around Cam. Yeah, Cam uh, said, hey, listen, you know, he fumbled it through the end zone. He also had a, a couple of great catches, and Harry really appreciated it. Cam also let David Andrews spike the ball after one of his touchdowns. Yeah. Oh, boy, another guy coming Trey out. Flowers, the corner. Officials time out for an injured player. Okay. So they're going to run out of bodies yeah. on the back end. <laughs> Dunbar is back in at that corner spot. So you're minus Diggs who was thrown out of the game. Blair who got hurt. The two safeties. 
And there's Dunbar who came over from Washington. And they have their wide receivers in the game now, so they know that they're short. Let's see if they try and take advantage here a little bit of some of the inexperience in the game right now. Second and six, fake the draw, pass to the outside, hold in. Demir Bird had no catches last week, but tonight, three for 38, first down. And Hugo Amadi, who's in the game now, Marty Winter, best college player, so, I mean, even the backups are phenomenal talents. Take the Burkhead. Here's Harry, who's a number one pick last year out of Arizona State. Got him at the end of the first round. Amati makes the stop after a gain of just one. Yeah, and these are the plays that you hope at some point that Nikhil Harry will be able to break this one tackle because it was man coverage and a lot of space if he had made him miss. Look it up the face or the face. Oh, baby. He's pulled in there by Dunbar. just come in to the game. When Flowers got hurt, reaches perfectly, makes the pick, gets the turnover. <laughs> oh, no. Progressive presents At Home with Baker Mayfield. Oh, my goodness. This is a funny game. These guys are playing, playing their hearts out, and it's really showing. <laughs> They're not giving up a blade of grass to, to the other team. Boy, now we were going for the funny story, how Trump called a man my African-American are strangers he had never seen, and the other guy was a stranger, and they were just playing a joke. It says, if Gregory Cheeto had not cracked a joke, his life would be a lot less complicated today. His troubles began when he, when he attended a rally by then-presidential candidate Donald Trump in Reading, California, June 2016. Cheeto was a California congressional candidate at the time, and he stood out as a black Republican. As Cheeto watched from the VIP section at the overwhelmingly white VIP section of the overwhelmingly white crowd, Trump went into an extended riff about a black supporter who had assaulted an anti-Trump protester at an Arizona rally. Trump wondered aloud where his supporter was when Cheeto decided to play along and shouted, I'm here. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Trump responded with a smile pointing at Cheeto as some people in the crowd jeered. Look at him. Are you the greatest? <laughs> and Cheeto laughed along with everyone else, but that soon changed. 
Uh oh, the guys are back. It is a funny story, though. And look how much wider he is than the receiver. That's really hard to see on the field. But you could tell the whole time that Dunbar was looking oh. in at Cam Newton. Oh. And watch Cam Newton. He's going to catch it. And he's looking right at Dunbar. He thinks he has room, but he's on the far hash. And that throws behind. That was not a good decision or throw. Second and seven. I tell you, I, I just love watching what the Patriots do because no matter what you think you're going to get, like they played all-man coverage last week, almost all-man coverage, but Seattle has played Bill Belichick enough to know that whatever they did last week, they're not likely to do that again because they take great pride in being able to do something that you haven't practiced all week for. Well, we've seen you know, Belichick through the years. Sometimes we start a game with 10 runs. I think we saw him one night with 17 or 18 straight passes to start a game. Arson to the 29-yard line. Simon makes the tackle. And it will be second down and four. That was some play there by John Simon. He was on the back side of that and ran it all the way down. And now somebody down for the Patriots. So an injury timeout. Yeah. Back after this. Yeah. Show me the one whose safety deemed such destruction. You must reunite it with its own kind. You expect me to search the galaxy and deliver this creature to a race of enemy sorcerers? This is the way. The Mandalorian, new season, streaming soon on Disney+. Plus. It was the night before kickoff went all through the house. Not a player was stern, not even a drunk. Brady polished his helmet to give it a gleam, excited for game day with his brand new team. To the front of the sofa, run down the hall, kickoff is here, and it's game day, y'all. I want my food to look the best it possibly can. I want my customers to look at that meat and say, well, like, real meat is something that you can taste the difference in without hormones or antibiotics, all that bad stuff. It's good. It's quality food. Humera patients, this one's for you. You inspired us to... Okay, let us continue. We may not have but a minute or two, so we may not be able to finish this before their next break ends. Oh, look at my African-American over here, Trump responded with a smile, pointing at Cheeto as some people in the crowd cheered. Look at him, are you the greatest? Cheeto laughed along with everyone else, but that soon changed. He left the rally early, took a nap at a friend's house, and by the time he woke up, he had gone viral. His phone was filled 
with texts and voicemails from reporters wanting interviews. There also were angry messages from family and friends wanting to know why he let Trump insult him. His Facebook page was filled with both black and white people calling him, quote, Uncle Tom in the N word and threatening to kick his butt. <laughs> kick his butt. Quote, oh, you got to be kidding. He thought at the time, America doesn't have anything better to do than this. The game is back. We'll come back to that story. Oh shoot, we're out of time. Gotta close the segment and start another one. And Russell Wilson is gaining knowledge with his snap count. So he hard counted that time and he got one of the defensive backs from the Patriots to back off. So now he's going to run the bootleg and he knows it's against a zone instead of man. Makes a nice move, picks up the first down. Wide open, swing, touchdown. Russell Wilson throws his fourth touchdown pass of the night, and this time it's to the rookie, six-round choice out of Florida, with 21 yards to swing. Just a completely blown coverage. There are plenty of guys to defend right there. They're back into a little bit of a zone defense, and for whatever reason, they simply do not pick it up. I don't want to blame anybody for that one. It was J.C. Jackson chasing him into the end zone, but who knows? Freddie Swain caught one ball last week in his debut. TD tonight. Myers for the point after. And the Seahawks putting a little distance between them and the Pats. Up by 11. Seattle Seahawks. My goodness, they're so far ahead, I lost track. Well, we got to start a new segment because this one ran out of time. Catch you later. <laughs>